Welcome back to Chew the Bible. It's your good friend, A.A. Ron. It is, what is today? Today is the 7th. Today is June 7th, 2022. It's 12.43 in the afternoon. Here's the things I would like to get done today. Because I was I was actually supposed to meet with um, a cousin who works at this bank and uh, works over at Country Club Bank. And we we're going to talk about some opportunities, possibly what we reschedule for tomorrow. I have an interview with Mizuma tomorrow. Anyway. It's looking more like I might end up, I'm most likely going to end up working with Mazuma, and then I'll just, but I'll keep the lines of communication going on with my cousin. We'll see, we'll see. About how we can partner together on some things in the fu- in the future. Uh, but yeah. I feel like my whole sleep everything just thrown off still like getting resettled now i'm back home so i mean all i really done today is straighten up a little bit had some oatmeal straighten up in the living room and in the kitchen because you know when you first come in the house a lot of times from out of town you just at least i do i have a habit of just dropping everything wherever there's a space for it and then go through it later so anyway i finally straightened up in the living room in the kitchen and then i needed to drag my dad's my counselor encouraged me to just drag my get rid of my dad's old bed even though it's a kind of a nice bed it's just weird my brother slept in it while he was here but i need to get rid of it especially when i start having the kids over I'm going to get some bunk beds in my dad's room. And then somehow I'm going to try to figure fit a bunk bed in my room for the boys. They'll sleep in my room. I'll figure it out somehow. But uh, I might end up having to get rid of my bed as well. So anyway, yeah, I need to toss my dad's bed out. Need to do that. I really need to do some laundry, but I don't know if that's going to get done today. It'll be way easier to do if the dryer was actually working. They, I thought they were going to fix it while I was gone, but they didn't. But anyway, I got like this little dryer card to use. I need to put another work order in for the dryer. Uh yeah. I was thinking about going to IHOP today, the International House of Prayer, but nah. I don't know if that's going to happen today. Because it's 30, like 30-something minutes away, all the way over in Grandview. Just have a little prayer time here. In the apartment, I need to go get something to eat. Because I'm so hungry. All right, just get some Chipotle. I need to buy some more oatmeal. <sighs> yeah, I haven't really done a whole lot today other than talk to Miss Montana. Had a good conversation. I was telling her all about my domestic violence situation. The talk. Telling her what ultimately led to our divorce. And 
even as I was telling it all, I just feel like it's so weird telling it. It just feels like it's impossible to really convey stuff to anybody. So I was trying to share as many details and was trying to be as transparent as possible about as much stuff as possible. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see where that goes. Once again, Miss Montana lives in Omaha, so. I don't even know how this is going to work anyway. So for now, yeah, we're just taking it slow and just being friends. So Isaiah chapter 14. After that, all that being said, yeah, we're in Isaiah 14. Israel's return for the Lord will have compassion on Jacob and will choose Israel. Darn it. Where's my pen? They're really all on the floor. Ah. For the Lord will have compassion on Jacob and will choose Israel again. He will settle them on their own land. The resident alien will join them and be united with the house of Jacob. The nations will escort Israel and bring it to its homeland. Then the house of Israel will possess them as male and female slaves in the Lord's land. They will make captives of their captors and will rule over their oppressors. The downfall of the king king of Babylon. When the Lord gives you rest from your pain, torment, and the hard labor you were forced to do, you will sing this song of contempt about the king of Babylon and say, Wow, rest from your pain, torment, and hard labor. How the oppressor has quieted down and how the raging has become quiet. The Lord has broken the staff of the wicked, the scepter of the rulers. It struck the peoples in anger. It struck the peoples in anger with unceasing blows. It subdued the nations in rage with relentless persecution. The whole earth is calm and at rest. People shout with a ringing cry. Even the cypresses and the cedars of Lebanon rejoice over you. Since you have been laid low, no lumberjack has come against us. Sheol below is eager to greet your coming and stirring up the spirits of the departed for you, all the rulers of the earth. Back it up. Sheol below is eager to greet your coming of the place of the dead, stirring up the spirits of the departed for you. All the rulers, or what does it say? All the rams, or all the rulers of the earth, making all the kings of the nations rise from their thrones. They all respond to you saying, you too have become weak as, become as weak as we are. You have become like us. Your splendor has been brought down to Sheol among with the music of your harps. Maggots are spread out under you and worms cover you. Shining morning star, how you have fallen from the heavens. You destroyer of nations. You have been cut down to the ground. You said to yourself, I will ascend to the heavens. I will set up my throne above the stars of God. I will sit on the mount of the God's assembly in the remotest part of the north. I will ascend above the highest clouds. I will make myself like the most high. But you will be brought down to Sheol into the deepest regions of the pit. 
those who see you will stare at you. They will look closely at you. And this is this the man who caused the earth to tremble, who shook the kingdoms, who turned the world into a wilderness, who destroyed its cities and would not release the prisoners to return home? All the kings of the nations lie in splendor, each in his own tomb. But you are thrown out with a grave, without a grave, like a worthless branch covered by those slain with the sword and dumped into a rocky pit like a trampled corpse. You will not join them in burial because you destroy your land and slaughter your own people. The offspring of evildoers will never be mentioned again. Prepare a place of slaughter for his sons because of the iniquity of their fathers. They will never rise up to possess a land or fill the surface of the earth with cities. Somebody sent me a message. Oh, it's Montana. She said she said she was going to go e-biking. So she sent me, I think she sent me a little video of her on her e-bike with her friend. Verse 22, I will rise up against them. This is the declaration of the Lord of armies, and I will cut off from Babylon her reputation, remnant, offspring, and posterity. This is the Lord's declaration. I will make her a swampland and a region for herons or, or herons. Hedgehogs, mm -hmm. and I will sweep her away with the broom of destruction. This is the declaration of the Lord of armies. Assyria will be destroyed. That's the heading here. The Lord of armies has sworn as I have purposed, so it will be as I have planned it, so it will happen. I will break Assyria in my land. I will tread him down on my mountain. Then his yoke will be taken from them and his burden will be removed from their shoulders. This is the plan. This is the plan prepared for the whole earth, and this is the hand stretched out against all the nations. The Lord of armies himself has planned it. Therefore, who can stand in its way? It is his hand that is outstretched, so who can turn it back? A pronouncement against Philistia. Verse 28. In the year that King Ahaz died, this pronouncement came. Don't rejoice, all of you, in Philistia. Because the rod of the one who struck you is broken, for a viper will come from the root of a snake, or from the stock of a snake, and from its egg comes a flying serpent. Then the firstborn of the poor will be fed, and the impoverished will lie down in safety, but I will kill your root with a hunger, and your remnant will be slain. Will you gates cry out, city, tremble with fear, all Philistia? For a cloud of dust is coming from the north, and there is no one missing from the invaders' ranks. What answer will be given to the messengers from the nation, from that nation? The Lord has founded Zion, and his oppressed people find refuge in her. Mm. Read this. These notes here. Tony Evans notes. A lot going on here. Here, the ruler is described in language that could not be attributed to any mere man. It's best then to see Isaiah speaking here to the original fall of Satan and applying it to the king of Babylon. The devil was originally the shining morning star, a beautiful angelic being who fell from the heavens. So I was thinking this sounded like we're talking about Satan.
The devil was originally the shining morning star, a beautiful angelic being who fell from the heavens. He rebelled against God and thus became Satan, God's ultimate adversary. Satan's I will statements in these verses describe his rebellion when he tried to usurp God's throne. For this, he's destined for eternal punishment. The sentence will be the sentence will be carried out at the last stages of God's prophetic plan. The sentence will be carried out as the last stages of God's prophetic plan are unveiled. See Rome, Revelation 20, chapter 20, verse 10. Satan's future defeat at the end of the millennium was typified in history by the crushing of Babylon, a symbol of rebellion against God ever since the founding of the city of Babylon or Babel. See Genesis chapter 11. Verse nine, one through nine. I never made the connection of Babylon and Babel till just now. Didn't realize they were the same place. Where the tower of Babel, where the tower of Babel was built, is where Babylon is. Oh, I gotta go research this more. Anyone who thinks his plans will stand stand is in for a rude awakening when his agenda bumps up against God's. His agenda or God's agenda always wins so true the philistines were one of israel's oldest and fiercest enemies they were shattered by the assyrians at the end of the 8th century bc all right let's read this little note one more note by called the kingdom living section they will rule when god created adam and eve he said they will rule the fish of the sea the birds of the sky the livestock the whole earth and the creatures that crawl on the earth go see genesis 1 26 then God told them to subdue the earth. Genesis one twenty eight. This is known in the theological terms in theological terms as the Dominion Covenant. It was impossible for God to forego having a kingdom that would rule over and defeat the kingdom of Satan. When Jesus Christ sets up his millennial kingdom, it will be the final triumphant declaration of God's glory. Satan will be chained up to demonstrate his utter defeat and judgment. See Revelation chapter 20, verse 1 through 3. Yet until then, God has created people like you and me to harness and rule parts of his creation. Every person was created with that divine intent. Why is it important for you to grasp the unfolding of God's kingdom? Because when God said they will rule, he made that statement for you. Ruling is your commission from God. God stated that he would not rule independently of humans, that humankind's decision would carry weight regarding what he would or would not do. He did this for one reason, to demonstrate to the devil that he can do more through a lesser creature, you or me, in manifesting his glory than through one, the one who was once a shining morning star. God has a plan for you that is bigger than you. I'm going to say it again. He did this for one reason, to demonstrate to the devil that he can do more through a lesser creature. <laughs> yeah, because the devil had all these superpowers. He was a, an angel. And he could sing. And yeah, so every art in creating human beings made a little lower than angels. Like we're, it's crazy how, yeah, we have these limitations, but we're made in God's image. Anyway, he says, yeah. To demonstrate to the devil that he can do more through a lesser creature, you and me, and manifesting his glory than through the one who was once a shining morning star. God has a plan for you that is bigger than you.
Wow. Lord, thank you for this word. Thank you, Lord, that we, even though we are our lesser creatures, Lord, than the angels, and we currently can't fly and, I don't, yeah, have limited powers. We're not shiny morning stars, Lord. You still, we're still made in your image. And you love us. You care for us. Thank you, Lord, for even giving us the desire to not, be like Satan and to worship you, God, and to give you all the glory and the honor to accept you into our hearts through your son, your, to have a relationship with you through your son, Jesus, and to be transformed day by day, sanctified. And one day we will be in our glorified bodies, no longer wrestling with sin and temptation and, and lust and fear and anxiety and worry. Thank you, Jesus, for this word. We look forward to the day of your new kingdom, Lord. It seems like forever away, but I know it's only a matter of time. So we thank you. We don't put our trust in this world and its systems. We put our trust completely in you. Help us to continue to grow your kingdom, to be lights in this dark world, to be filled with your spirit and the power of your presence. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. All right, y'all, thanks for listening. And uh, I'm going to go attempt to remove this bed out of my dad's room. So pray for me. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned or missed the mark or veered off the path and fallen short of the glory of God or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of the cost of that sin is death or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 5a says, But God demonstrated his love toward us or showed his love toward us in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will, not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts we believe we are now in right standing with God, and with our mouths we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody or everybody, who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you never asked Jesus into your heart, or you've walked away from him and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty precious name I pray. Amen.